You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 68 with Emily Party. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys. So I took a poll on my Facebook private group for The Mom Inspired Show asking you guys what you wanted to hear more of for 2018. And you guys picked marriage. So I heard you loud and clear. And that is why I'm bringing Emily Party back. She is a family counselor and we are doing a three-part series. So today we are going to talk about recapturing communication. And then the next week we will be talking about recapturing friendship. And then the last week we will be talking about recapturing romance. Emily, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. So I'm super excited to be doing this three-part marriage series with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I like to have an icebreaker, and it's usually about travel, but I'm going to change it up a little bit um, with the marriage series. And since we are talking about recapturing communication today, um, Mm -hmm. what do you like to do with your husband to keep the communication going? Oh, great question. Well... You know, I, with three kids, uh, I think humor is at the very top of our list yeah. <laughs> to keep the communication lines open. And so, uh, whether that is, you know, trying to find something funny on, you know, YouTube or a joke that we've heard recently on, you know, TV or a sitcom or something, or d- throughout the day, we love to text each other, uh, gifs or gifs, however oh, you yeah, say it, yeah. but, you uh-huh. know, like yep. just stupid little things that <laughs> apply to the day so that if I, I send him it. one and it's like, I'm banging my head against the wall. He knows like, oh, the kids must be driving her crazy oh, right yeah, now. The kids so, might be on their yeah, fifth day of snow right? day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And just those little like secret little uh, communications, you know, throughout the day really kind of keep us laughing and keep us remembering like, oh yeah, you're on our, you're on the same side here. Yes. Here we are. Yes. I love that. I, I think that's a great idea because I actually don't text that much. Um, to Todd because I just feel like he's in a million meetings and I try not to just bombard him. But I sure. feel like the uh, I think it is gifts. I don't know. People call it GIFs. I don't even right, know what it right. is. But um, people are probably cracking up thinking I you know, totally right? are not saying this These right. old women don't know what they're yeah. talking about yet. <laughs> oh, um, no. But I do think that's funny because it's not words, right? You're just sending a funny like yes, image that's image. moving and it just makes you smile. So I think that's Bingo. perfect. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, going back to me always talking about travel with the icebreaker for us, I find that, you know, taking road trips really help us. Now, granted, um, it depends on how old your kids are because when sure. the kids were like like a baby and like they could just be screaming, we weren't doing a lot of talking. But sure. once they can like watch DVDs or play with iPads or read books, it's, I found that we actually really do well talking on yeah. long road trips because you're just kind of focused on that. You're not trying to do all the stuff around the house. And I feel like we have one of our best talks like on road trips. And I've talked to other people And I feel like that seems to be the case as well, that they end up talking about things that they don't normally get to talk to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, talk about on their day to day lives. And I feel like it's more kind of like that dreaming type talk where it's like, oh, yeah, so it'd be so great if we can do this, even if it's like house related or travel related. It's kind of like back to that dreaming that I feel like you do when you're dating um, that you're just, yeah, that you're just like, oh, this would be really great. And I just feel like in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, it's really hard to kind of be in that phase. You're just kind of, you're kind of almost just focused on like the, 
family business of like, what is going on? What do we yes. need to do? Let's clean up dinner. It's bath time, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, for those that do not know you, you were on the Mom Inspired show last year in 2017. Yeah. And we kind of talked about um, what life is like after having a baby and how that changes mm-hmm. your relationship. And I wanted to bring you on because I had asked in the Facebook private group page of the Mom Inspired show, what topics... Um, everybody would like to hear more about in 2018. Mm. Marriage was at the top. And I thought, you know what, you being a counselor, (laughs) thinking this would be really great to have Emily come back on the show. So how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself again, for those that uh, don't remember, or um, they did not hear your episode. Um, So if you just let us know your name, where you're from, how many kids you have, and how you got to where you are today with being a counselor. Thanks so much. And I'm so excited that people have marriage at the top of their list. That is, that's awesome to yes. hear. Um, yeah. So my name's Emily Party. I founded Ready Nest Counseling in Nashville, and I help couples and individuals along with uh, some other counselors on my team navigate the waters of preconception, pregnancy, postpartum, or infertility through their relationships. Uh, I'm married to my wonderful husband, Josh, for over 11 years now, and we have three awesome daughters, uh, and we we live in Nashville, like I said. So, yeah, it's been on my heart a long time to really help new parents and and moms, um, and really that threshold of becoming a parent changes so much about yourself and how you view the world and your relationships, and it really rocks the foundation of a lot of relationships that may have been thriving up until parenthood, but then it's such a huge milestone. So many marriages um, find themselves kind of in hot water, not sure where they are with their own identity and who they are to their spouse and how to navigate uh, these new identities as mom and dad once they become parents. So we really love to um, preventatively help couples learn ahead of time kind of how to change those expectations uh, along with afterward, as they're um, becoming, you know, used to the role that they're getting uh, as parents, uh, to really learn how to use that uh, to an advantage in their relationship to build greater commitment towards one another. Yes, I love that, and that's here in Nashville, right? It is. Yes. Yeah, we have an office in Cool Springs and in and in Nashville um, proper. So. Yeah, we're really happy to serve Middle Tennessee. That's awesome. So like I mentioned earlier, we're going to focus on recapturing communication. I just wanted to share with the listeners, next week we'll be talking about recapturing friendship. And then on the last episode, as we get closer to Valentine's, we will be chatting about recapturing romance. So Mm -hmm. today, as we are talking about recapturing communication, I feel like communication seems like it should be so easy. And I feel like because people probably think it's so easy and that it should be so easy. I kind of feel like it gets really, um, I guess, easy to just become a little bit lax on it, right? Because I think it's Mm -hmm. something that you just think, oh, this should just happen. So then I don't think that people are really being conscious and aware of like, no, you really need to work on this, especially with having kids. And so um, I just feel like it gets really hard to communicate about like stuff other than just running the house and the kids. So this leads me to the first question. When people are saying they need to work on communication in their marriage, so obviously if they are aware enough that they are like, you know what, we actually need to focus on communication. What are the three mm-hmm. things that come to your mind in regards to this? Yeah, great question. Because yeah, communication, it's 
when you're getting married, you know, that's always the the key phrase, right? Like, well, what's the most important thing about a relationship? And obviously, like everybody answers communication. And so we know that it's important. Uh, you don't have to go to a counselor to, to hear that. Everybody knows that off, off the bat. But what is communication uh, really does break down into three things. And the first one is going to be obvious. It's talking, right? Talking, yes, is a huge part of communicating. But the other two things that we overlook so frequently is listening and understanding, right? And so those three things really kind of define the whole of what communication is. Yeah. And what would you say out of those three things, do you feel like people really struggle with that really kind of messes up the communication in a marriage? Right. So as I mentioned, talking, listening, and understanding, you can notice right off the bat that talking is only one third of those things, yeah, right? Right. And so two thirds of those things don't involve you opening your mouth at all. Um, <laughs> and understanding is is almost always where things get lost in translation, mm, right? And yeah. so uh, we do know how to listen. We do know how to talk. But sometimes we really forget how to understand and I think that is uh, the filter that we place between, you know, whoever's expressing something and whoever is is trying to empathize on the other side and, and really listen. Um, and that understanding, that filter, you know, is really uh, when we when we look at it, it's how we are perceiving what our spouse is saying. Um, and there's so much then in that interpretation of everything that goes into, you know, the intent of what the person's saying, uh, as well as the nonverbals and the tone and, and what we're sort of taking from the context that of what's really going on. That's the whole of what's really being communicated to us in that moment. Yeah, well, and you know what, even outside of the marriage, you know, just friendships and stuff like that. I was just talking mm -hmm. to someone yesterday. And I had mentioned something say last week. And so then when it was repeated to me yesterday, I realized they totally misunderstood what I even oh, no. said. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and it was a good thing that we caught it. And I was like, Oh, no, I'm like, I actually meant this. And mm -hmm. they had meant it. They had interpreted as the opposite. I was like, Oh, my gosh. Like, so then you just really yeah. wonder, like, how many times this has actually happened. And you it's don't so even true. know that that something has been miscommunicated, because you're you're not thinking that you need to question, did they actually understand it? Because I mean, it wasn't like a you know, a crisis, you know, situation right. or something. And then you're just like, oh my gosh. And, you know, even with friendships and stuff like that, I think so many times there's issues that come about because something was misunderstood and miscommunicated, yeah. right? Like it, it wasn't even meant to be um, like ill intentions and stuff like that. It was just not communicated properly. And I, I feel like with marriages that happens all the time, especially with the kids and so many interruptions and distractions. Yeah. It's like, you're only kind of half listening. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations I have that I, we're either trying to talk through the kids because they're literally standing like right in front right. of the <laughs> two of you as like great doors. And you're like, uh, can you move over a little bit? Right. Or they're trying to say something and you're like, I don't even know what just was said. Yeah. And so, yeah, I do think that's, I think the understanding is such a, a huge key of really like knowing what your spouse is saying. And so right. I think it's so easy for just to, like the talking and the listening and think you know what they're saying and just to really kind of step back and say, okay, do I really understand what they just said? Right. 
Hey, you guys, I wanted to share something with you. So I ran into a friend of a friend today at the grocery store, and she was asking me if there was a way that she would get reminders to check out the podcast every Tuesday. And I said, yeah, all you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com. So I actually was looking at her phone and we typed it in and I told her, okay, scroll all the way to the bottom on the homepage if you're looking on your phone and you will see a subscribe button. So all you have to do is enter your name and you can just put your first name and your email. And that way you will get an email every week with the newest episode. So if you do forget to go check it out on the podcast player, this way it will jog your memory and you can click the link right there on your phone or your computer to listen to it, or you can go to iTunes or Stitcher. If you're going to the website via a computer, you're going to see it on the right side of the page. And again, all you have to do is put in your name and email. That way, every Tuesday, you are going to get a new episode in your email. All right. And now back to Emily talking about recapturing communication. How about you share with us your thoughts on perception and interpretations when it comes to our spouses? Yeah, sure. So there's so much to be said for context, right? That of course we've heard, you know, if you take something out of context, it can completely change the meaning. Well, that's true with uh, with people as well. And so I always try to give a, a scenario that is pretty classic for most couples. And so if you can imagine you're, you know, you're you're cleaning up after the kids, you you're, you know, it's kind of the day is winding down, maybe dad isn't home from work yet. And and you finally get a split second to just crash and sit on the couch. Um, and then your husband walks through the door, right? Your husband walks in and says, oh, what are you watching on TV? Now, that could be taken, right, immediately as, hey, I just sat down, okay? I, I just wanted to enjoy <laughs> five minutes of this show, right? Yep. And it could be taken as, oh, um, I'm catching up on a rerun of uh, Friends. You know, right? That right. this this innocent guy walks in the room and and asks the question, right? And without context, it could be taken really defensively or or not at all. Really, at face value of just being honest as, "Hey, what are you watching on TV?" Right. Yeah. And so you can see where that tone and all those nonverbals and all this context uh, changes then the trajectory of pretty much the entire evening, right? And isn't that how it goes? And regardless of of what the conflict might be about, that there's an opportunity that two people have here to calm everything down and make sure that there's understanding, right? Or to just let that uh, reaction take over and and miss the opportunity then to actually engage and understand in that moment. Yeah, no, and I can totally see how that could happen. And especially too, as moms, you know, if they've been home with the kids all day and they literally just, mm -hmm. you know, the kids have just gone to bed and they just need to decompress, especially yeah. if you're introverted. So I, I'm introverted. So, and I get recharged by having some time to myself. And so sometimes I just need to have that time where I'm not getting bombarded by so many questions and all that, but like mm -hmm. I have to be very careful not to make it seem like I'm rejecting, uh, you know, Todd and, and whatnot, but that I just am like, okay, like I've just had kids under my feet, like right. nonstop. Right. And I've just cleaned the kitchen for the hundredth time. And <laughs> you're just like, I, I just need to do something like that's like not productive and I can just tune out for a second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's why, you know, uh, it's said that, 
what we believe about our spouse is actually more important than pretty much anything else than their mm. actions or the words or anything else. And so, you know, if, if Todd had walked in the door and, and said that, if you believe that mm. he knows that you deserve a break sometimes and that, you're, you know, he loves you and you're not lazy and, you know, right. then then it totally changes the context of how you would interpret that, that, OK, yeah, I'm just sitting down watching Friends. OK, cool. You want to join me on the couch? You know, yeah. Uh, and 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 so you can kind of uh, have that uh, benefit of the doubt that you're giving each other in that moment. Um, and so that's so that's so important in when it comes to understanding is to really kind of get to that core belief of, OK, I really don't have anything to be defensive about. I really don't have anything, you know, or, and if I do, then there needs to be greater understanding brought to uh, what's making me kind of feel that way, maybe. Exactly. So what are some things to remember when we are trying to recapture communication? Sure. Yeah, there's um, timing is everything. You know, timing is such a huge component of just being able to say, it's now a good time to talk, you know, it's now a good time to have this conversation and to then believe your spouse if it isn't, you know, okay, now you're too tired or I'm too tired or the kids are up and yelling, you know, that, okay, we need to set a time to maybe do this, but it might not be now and that's okay. Um, the other is that nonverbals, you know, the tone to really take that into context and be aware of your own. So if you're wanting to engage in conversation, but you're tired and you're slouchy and your eyes are rolling and you're looking at your phone, like that's not giving the message <laughs> that you really want yeah. to understand what's happening in that moment, right? right? Might, yeah. might be a timing issue as well. Um, listening, you know, that other third part of that communication, uh, really being able to, to engage uh, empathize, you know, these are the mirroring sort of reflecting at times that you don't want your spouse to just learn to nod and say mm-hmm, every third moment, you know, but actually to uh, understand, like we said, uh, what what you're talking about and be engaged. Um, honesty is the fourth thing I would say that uh, it's so overlooked. We take honesty for granted because we think, of course, we'll be honest. But then when our spouse says, um, you know, oh, I, I'm just too tired to have this conversation right now. Do you think we could have it later? It, we so often jump to, oh, I guess he doesn't want to talk about that. Oh, I guess he does. We're never going to get through this. I'm never going to get my answer, you know, mm -hmm. instead of just, oh, maybe he is really tired. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maybe it would be ineffective to push this conversation right now. Instead, let's set a different time. I'm going to take him at face value. Um, I expect him to believe me as well. And okay. And then that just warrants more and more trust that we're put, pouring into our relationship. Um, and then the last thing I just want to mention is sort of we touched on reaction, um, but to sort of reply versus reaction, right? That there's a difference in uh, our initial response, uh, which is a reaction to maybe how we feel. And we might want to take a step back from that and practice just replying instead, kind of allowing a beat in between each uh, communication tidbit, you know, that, okay, I'm going to understand, take a moment, empathize, you know, to really like let that perspective sink in and now reply based on knowing that my spouse is being honest and I trust them and we're in this together. 
Yeah. And I, I like that the part that you said to you is that the timing, because I do feel like just even with myself and other, you know, wives that I've talked to that, mm-hmm. and depending on who it is, it may not be um, always the husband. It may not always be the wife. Uh, for me, um, talking probably late at night is probably not my ideal. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not a night owl. Now I do know people who do really well at talking late at night. They are night owls and that's really the time they connect for me, I'm kind of just done. And I I've known that from I, even in my twenties, I was like that. So, yeah. um, it just, I, I don't like doing hard things at, at the end of the night. I would rather wake up early and talk about stuff or do, uh, you know, <clears throat> like when I was going to, um, getting my master's, I would actually, cause I was working, I would get up early, really mm. early instead of staying up really late. I would go to bed yeah. early and get up. So I think that's also a good thing to know that like, if your spouse is the f- like opposite of you that they may not want to talk when you want to talk. So they may not want to talk in the morning. Right. And then obviously in the morning, I feel like that's just crazy anyways, because of trying to get out the door. Um, so I just think like knowing, okay, so if the mornings don't work and the nights don't work, then maybe you are, you set time aside on the weekend and know, Hey, we have this open time. How about we kind of come back and talk about whatever the situation? Yeah. Yeah. Schedule it. You bet. And that's what I was saying earlier that I feel like people just think, well, communication should be so easy and that it feels weird to have to schedule it. But I just think when you have kids and, you know, your life is really not your own anymore. And so you can't, it's not like you just have all this time to just chat, especially like as we know when you were dating. And so, um, well, Emily, so we're almost at the end of the show and I know you have a free ebook, um, that is about communication. Um, so can you share a little bit more about that and where they can find it? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you just go to the Ready Nest website, it's readynestcounseling.com. There is a free ebook. You can click on the link books and download for absolutely free. I don't even ask for anything. It is totally free. Um, five simple steps for effective communication is mentioned in the book and it's called Sit, Stay, Good Marriage. And you can just download it. It's real short, easy to read. Um, you know, I just wanted to, it to be really palatable and, and easy to digest, you know, with some of those simple steps that I mentioned, as well as um, just some good practical application in there. Awesome. And I will also put that in the show notes um, for you guys as well. Um, So as we wrap up, make sure to join us over at the Mom Inspired Show Facebook private page. Um, We would love to hear from you guys. And uh, we would love to know like what you do to keep the communication happening with your spouses. And feel free to ask Emily any questions. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for coming on the show and doing this three part series. I can't wait to talk to you next week on recapturing friendship. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys, I just want to remind you that if you don't want to miss an episode, then make sure you subscribe at mominspiredshow.com. If you are looking at it on your phone, you're going to scroll all the way to the bottom and you will see the subscribe button, enter your name and email. And if you're looking at it via a computer, you will go towards the middle of the page on the far right. So this way you will get the new episode every Tuesday in your email with show notes and the links. I hope you guys enjoyed this show and I will see you next week.